We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now back to EEI Late Night with KJ on EEI. Boston is falling into that desperate situation. They got Jason Tatum, and they need, like, another star. And here's Dane. Dame and Jason Tatum solves a lot of Boston's issues. Portland's got to get more good players. You go to the Celtics, and you play the Sixers and Celtics off each other with no real intention to give them to the Sixers because you don't want Ben Simmons. And you go to Boston, say, I want three first-round picks. I'll take Jalen Brown, who's about 70 to 75% of Dame offensively and a much better defensive player. And then give me Marcus Smart, who's a great defensive player. I don't need his offense, but I need his salary to make the trade work. And so Boston gets their second star. And you know they'll give up a little more because they don't want Dane to end up in Philadelphia. So they don't want him to go to Philly. So Boston will probably give you an extra first-round pick. The second hour of WEEI. It's KJ. That is Michael Jackson. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't realize. You've never heard that Michael Jackson song before, have you, Justin? It's I, one of I his, haven't, not that one. It, I Can't Let Her Get Away is one of the best Michael Jackson songs ever. It's on Dangerous. That's why people people think that Michael Jackson like disappeared after bad. Well, he, he kind of had to, court cases. But still, I Can't Let Her Get Away, one of the most underrated best Michael Jackson songs ever. 617-779-7937 or the text line 37937. Let's just call it what it is. It looks like this Celtic season is getting away. And if you even just heard Cowherd just literally throwing Cow Donkey up in the air, trying to figure out who's going to come to the Celtics in some wild gigamamoo trade, I think people forget how agents work, how the NBA works, how if I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go there. I don't care what you say. The NBA, the players, run the league. In fact, I'll kind of paraphrase or, or kind of put it into a context for you of a little bit of the issue. So Cedric Maxwell is a personal friend and has been mentioning about how James Worthy now lights up a victory cigar after Lakers games. Have you seen this, Justin? I saw it the other day, and then he actually went on to say that the Lakers aren't sharp as they need to be, but they're sharp enough to beat the Celtics' ass, is what he said. Yeah, because because it's still personal with James regarding what happened to him with Cedric in the eighty in the eighty what in the eighty in the eighty two series, eighty three, eighty four series. The years are running together. James missing the free throws, 
both of them around the same time. They're from the same area in North Carolina, in the same general area. They were both high school superstars in the state of North Carolina. And the lighting of the cigar. What's happening is the modern NBA player only knows recent history. So if they see James Worthy lighting up a cigar in this modern-day age era, most of these young cats are going to be thinking, oh, that's cool. I like cigars. It's kind of like a cigar bar era that's going on right now. Hookervilles, James Worthy's with the Lakers. It all fits that narrative of the modern player. He's cool. He played for the Lakers. He smokes cigars. Meanwhile, someone like Cedric by himself is trying to let people know, hey, it ain't the first guy to light up a cigar that was going on here. Just that these younger players, they don't, they don't care about that. Now, I did ask, you know, why Cedric and DJ and Pierce and Tiny to an extent and some others, ML, you know, are not part of the narrative of the history of the energy and the excitement behind all those great teams in the modern era. In the modern era. Since it's been on, t- since it's been on free TV before it hit cable and before the league almost got shut down in the late 70s. But the current player, free agent, is not getting on the phone and saying, get me to the Celtics as quick as you can. Why? Probably because in the video game narrative, in the TV narrative, in the players who've been there, like, Paul Pierce is just straight lunch bucket blue collar. Players, I'm sure, enjoyed that, but on the other side was Kobe. All flash. Take the last shot. I mean, kids emulated Kobe. 3-2-1 Kobe, shoot at the garbage can. They weren't saying 3-2-1 Pierce, and Pierce is more likely to make the shot. Let's be honest. But the narrative has not been there for the current NBA player to say, I want to go to Boston. It's not there. So what do you do? You say, well, how do you get a Damian Lillard to Boston? Well, you mix a little of this, and you put some of that, you put some of this, and you're like, really? Portland is, that's what they're looking for to come back. You really believe Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart for Damian Lillard is going to happen? Now, Portland may say okay to that, but the Celtics are not going to say okay to that. There's no way. No. Not for Damon Lillard, who, well, yeah, he still has, I think, four more, three more years on his deal, three or four years on his deal. Those last years, you're talking about a 36-year-old point guard making $40 million a year. And you're already starting to see the decline a little bit. I mean, here's another crazy trade that I saw at USA Today. Now, I, I will give them credit that Jalen Brown and and Jason Tatum stay on the team, and so does Marcus Smart. But it's uh, Herman Gomez, Al Horford, Aaron Naismith, Peyton Pritchard, Schroeder, and some draft picks for Damon Lillard and a couple of toss-ins. Yeah, I'm, if I'm Portland, I'm on the phone right now saying yes. So that Lillard contract is four years. It's $176 million, so he won't be an unrestricted free agent until 2025. Yeah, so he still has another four years on that. Yeah, give me Herman Gomez. That's who we've been savoring over. Herman Gomez plays less than Ennis Cantor. 
Also, could be something to note in that contract is he has a 2024 player option. <laughs> you don't think he's going to be out? I, I think he will be. Has it, it feels like we've been talking about this like well, here's of, the thing. Last year, right? It was he's just, not going to come. Yeah, yeah. You only have two. There's a game called spades, and when you bid hands, the idea is that you want to. Uh, collect as much of the same suit that you have. And so when you bid hands, you call them books. Board is four books. If you can get 10 books, that's called a Boston, if you've never played spades. So if you say, let's run a Boston on them, that means you can run 10 books. If you know there's 52 cards, that means if you're saying you have 10 books and they can't make board, do quick math. 14 times three is 52. There's your 52 cards. So if someone says 10 and the other says four, either someone's not going to get 10 or someone's not going to get four. And that's literally where the Celtics are. Yeah, they got a couple of tens, but they got a lot of fours. Bored. I mean, you're going to get on the phone and say, I mean, could they even pronounce I, Herman Gomez's name correctly? They might even have an they may have an announcer sheet like to pronounce it just in case he gets into the game. Al Horford, who's doing a wonderful job and is very serviceable, you don't smell that it's a salary dump. Like <laughs> Aaron Naismith, like okay, we're getting we're getting off these rookie contracts already. And Schroeder, maybe they take a shot with Naismith. He was supposed to be the best three point shooter in that draft class. You know, it's much easier to shoot threes after you've gone to class than after shooting threes and watching films and coaches telling you, you're moving too slow on defense. That is very true. It's different. Go to your professor. Coach is hard on me. What professor do you go to? Brad? Get back in there, son. I'm the one that brought you in here. Brad seems like he'd be sympathetic. Do not get me started on that. And Schroeder, I mean, world-renowned for taking the one-year deal. You, yeah, Portland's going to get yeah, we're gonna. We're going to get Dennis Schroeder on a rental, knowing that he can get more, much more on the open market. A few weeks ago, I said he could easily get 26 in the new collective bargaining agreement. But the narrative kind of goes back to, do Jalen and Jason get along? And here's Jalen saying people are quick to pit the two of them against each other. Yeah, I think the media likes to dichotomize things and puts one thing against the other. Like, it has to be a Batman and a Robin, or, you know, one guy and the other guy can't be whatever. We're just two guys that can hoop. And the reality is two guys that can hoop can cause this. Um, but, you know, the media wants to you know, kind of sometimes write the story that pulls us apart. But we talk a lot. We don't let it bother us. We hear a lot of the things, the comparisons, et cetera. But at the end of the day, I want the best for him. He wants the best for me, uh, regardless of, you know, what everybody's saying, that we can't coexist and uh, we don't play well together or whatever. I enjoy playing with Jason. Uh, I really do. It's a guy I trust out there to make plays. We won a lot of games here in Boston together and at an early age, um, which is rare. Um, it's sometimes fascinating to me to see, you know, such an urgency to kind of – to pitches against each other at times. I could care less about the uh, what you read and see, so it doesn't really bother me none. Yeah, your body doubles Grant Williams and Romeo Langford and the boys. They're not looking good right now. They're down by 22. So welcome those who are joining us who are sick of hearing the, the Celtics 
really get run off the floor by by Phoenix at this point. Coming up on halftime, they're down 57-37 on the road. Hi, Jay Crowder. I remember you. You could you could defend. You were tough. People wouldn't mess with your teammates. Oh, gosh. Look at him running around with a championship ring. and well, Look at him running around fresh off of a Western Conference final, NBA Finals. He didn't get a ring, but at least he went to the NBA Finals. Oh, boy. Still to come here on Late Night, the talk of Patrice and Brad gone from the bees. What a week in Boston sports. Back to the Celtics. So, of course, if Jalen says everything's great with him and Jason, what's the feeling, Jason, about playing with Jalen? Tell me about your relationship with, with Jalen Brown and how, how that's grown. Because, you know, early on, they was like, oh, they got to split these guys up. They so similar. They this and they that. But, like, you guys have proven that not only can y'all play together and exist together, but y'all could be, you know, stars together and, and, and thrive together. So tell me about how that relationship has grown over the years. It's, it's been great. Two guys that got drafted back-to-back to the same team, same, you know, draft number. Every day, every day, every day, every game. I know where I'm trying to get to. He know where he's trying to get to. And we trying to figure out together. But it's, in a way, we we pushing each other. It had been times where he didn't done something in a game. And it's not like, and I'm thinking like, damn, like, I need, like, I'm trying to do that. And it's, it's, it's been things <laughs> right. I done did where he didn't told me like, yo, like, everything we do, we compete in a, like, in a good way. Like, I'm pushing him. We playing one-on-one after practice. Yeah. Ask yourself for those who want to see them both gone, because I think that's more out of convenience than it is out of necessity. You know, I think some people just have feelings about basketball players and how much money they make, and that's the first thing sometimes people come out of their mouth. Ask, talk to other GMs in the league and say, how would you like to have both Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum on your team? They would say, please and thank you. But the problem, and I'm going to stand on top of this hill for as long as I can with a General Pattenham helmet on. If you don't know who Patton is, kids, it's called Google. It's made for you to type in things while you listen. It's the most, Justin, this is the most Googleable show in Boston. You could, you could listen and Google at the same time. Michael Jackson, I can't let her get away. Enter. Players are not coming to Boston. They're not. You think Ennis Cantor Freedom is helping any free agency cause when the, I don't know, 13th man on the bench is doing press conferences and interviews on television news networks? Oh, you might be wearing the apparel or be sponsored by that same said person? Isn't Damian Lillard a Nike player? Doesn't he wear the Nike brand? What, are you going to scream at him as soon as he gets here? No free agents are coming to play for the Celtics that are going to win championships. I mean, Dennis Schroeder right now, like, brilliant guy. Like, okay, I turned down the money from the Lakers because I didn't want to be the fall guy for the Lakers. Where, ah, I can go to Boston for a year. And once the year is over, I can get my money from somewhere else and move along. 
That's what the franchise is being treated as by the current NBA player. They are not running here. And part of that is how much of the narrative over the years that said, hey, you know, can can we talk a little bit more about the impact of ML Carr and his energy when he came in the game or the importance of the tiny Archibald deal to bring him here from Kansas City? Can we tell some of that along with the, the other narratives that everybody holds on to? I'm just trying to tell you and explain to you why these players don't love the franchise the way that people love the franchise. It's tough. It's going to be tough for a while. You're going to need uh, you're going to need French Lick Part Two. It's there's going to have to be someone transcending and probably off of a bad year. Because remember, Bird came off of those Wicks and Row years. <laughs> those were bad, bad. But Bird came out of it, and so did the saving of the NBA with the Bird and Magic NCAA Final Four game that was that was bigger than pro basketball at the time. So Boston was literally gifted with a guy who was already kind of part of this marketing campaign through college basketball. It was the blueprint for what was to come through the 80s and into the 90s. Those days have changed. Who does the AAU coach like? Who is he telling his kids about? This is what's got to change if you want people to show up for the franchise. Danny Ainge, of course, you had a few questions for him this week, and here he's talking about the development of Brown and Tatum, and I want you to listen. What have you thought of Jalen and Jason and the progress they've made? I know Jalen hasn't been out there as much, but especially Jason uh, sort of being a focal point at the start of the season. Yeah, so I thought Jalen started out great, started the season amazing, you know, the best player on the team early in the year, and then the injury happened, and he hasn't been the same since, and... uh, and Jason has had his ups and downs, but, you know, we know what great player he is. I mean, I'm not worried. You know, people say, oh, Jason's struggling. But I mean, like, that's the least of every worry, at least in my mind, about the Boston Celtics. I mean, he is going to figure it out. And, uh, you know, the question is, can the rest of the guys step up and, and uh, you know, play their roles and take some of the burden off of him? Did you hear what he said? Uh, Brown and Tatum are the least of my worries. It's a, can the other guy step? Yeah, I think a couple weeks ago I mentioned that outside of the Golden State Warriors, the Celtics have the most players on its roster drafted by the Celtics. Like, that's not really how the NBA works. You get a star, you trade off pieces, you probably don't even really keep draft picks, and you start building veterans around these guys. But the veterans, they're not coming here. I mean, the Celtics pay the same U.S. currency. I mean, other than Toronto. I mean, even Toronto pays U.S. currency. I wonder if in Toronto, I've got to find that out from somebody. I have a cousin that lives about an hour north of Toronto. Can a a player for the the Raptors request their money to be paid? Like, you know, when you get direct deposit, you can split it. Can you get like 40% sent in like Canadian, whatever those are, and then like the other 40% U.S. dollars? And then the remainder go in like Bitcoin. Yeah, you might be That's able to. That's a really interesting thought because they let you do the Bitcoin and crypto. Yes, I've never thought about it with the right. different currencies 
of different right. countries. Because we're we're beyond the days of, you know, hey, Tuesday, come to the office to pick up your paycheck. Take it down to First National Bank and cash it. Hey, I used to cash Larry Bird's check. <laughs> Those days, with direct deposit now, you can have 46 banks and divide, you divide 100 by 2 and put it in 46 banks and leave the remainder for like another couple of banks. But I mean, the Celtics pay U.S. currency. It's a major market in America. It has great sports fans, tough but passionate. It's got a history of the French. So what 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 am I missing? Or do I see what I've been seeing over the last ten years with the NBA? I don't need to go to your big city for me to be a big star. You want a great example? Look at the New Jersey Nets. New Jersey Nets, I think, went to the NBA Finals two out of two straight years, three out of four years, and a tree fell in the forest and nobody heard it. What do you do? Move them across the river, put them in a new put them in a new arena, in an old bad neighborhood, in the middle of regentrification, and now kids love the teams. I die laughing when they create all these different Nets jerseys that people would not buy. I grew up in New Jersey. They used to give away tickets to high schools to encourage their kids to go see Nets games. That's the difference with the NBA now. You got something cool. You change the uniform six, seven times. I could get flash sneakers that go along with the joints. That's where it's at. My IG game is tight. Twitter's on lock. They don't really do Facebook. Facebook is like old for like old people for them. But you know, the gram is hot. It's not the Celtics. It's always been the same plain green. Kelly Green and White. Just even listen to some people when they see that when they release these city jerseys. Oh, what are you doing? It's just part of the fabric. And you really have to ask yourself, what NBA player, including Damon Lillard, wants to come here for that? All right, next we talk about what's going on with the Bruins. It's kind of crazy. Jack Edwards, Mike Milbury, they were exchanging through through the station here at WEEI. You'll hear that coming in minutes, but right now it's time to trend. You got it, Justin. Jones joins Merloni and Fourier every Patriots Monday. Now here's what's trending on WEEI. Oh, those Celtics, KJ. The Celtics, <laughs> they're on a two-game losing streak heading into tonight's game against the Phoenix Suns. They're now down 57-39. to The Caesar outscored 32-15 to in the second quarter. They're shooting just 37.2% from the field and are one of 12 from three. Phoenix isn't even in the mountains. No, I mean, it's it, not. <laughs> it's hot there, but they're indoors. Yeah, Jason they're indoors. Tatum, oh. He's got a game-high 15 points. The Bruins, I mean, we'll get into them next, but the Bruins, they have the night off tonight after a 3-2 to win over the Oilers last night. The Black and Gold will visit the Flames on Saturday night. The Patriots, they're on the bye week this week, but a big game for New England's second football team, that'd be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, as Brady and the Buccaneers take on the Bills on Sunday. The could Bills be- are literally going to get pimped twice in one week. It's going to be on national television. It's going to be beautiful. Could be doing the Patriots a big favor, Tom Brady could be. And some sad news to report here in the NFL. Former Pro Bowl receiver Demarius Thomas passed away at the age of 33 today. 
Police say there are no indications of foul play suspected. TMZ reported Thomas was dealing with some health issues. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Getting you back to more EEI Late Night with KJ on EEI. This is a question good teams face all the time. They run through a cycle and they get to the point where, you know, we have Bergeron, we have this this affinity for him. We love the guy. But if you're really going to do business in the right way, it's probably time to move on. And, and then to take it a step further, although it would be hard, it would be really hard to trade Marshman as well. It's probably worth a discussion. Uh, if you're going to retool, you need, you need assets to retool, which just means you need a good draft position uh you might need some great prospects and both of those guys are going to bring that kind of stuff and if you think your time is up for this run then it's time to move on and you make really hard decisions and they're risky too late night weei part of the weei radio network it's kj thank you so much for hanging out mike milbury just absolutely dropping shockwave bombs on greg hill show saying look at this point Maybe the Bruins, to fix their issues, need to look at moving Marshawn and Bergerod. My God. As crazy as it sounds, shortly I'll tell you what Mike Milbury might have been hinting at. I'll get to that shortly. And then my annual, Justin, my annual prayer for the NHL. I do it once a year. I think the first one I did was like at the beginning of the year because the lockout changed the season when it started. So the second annual prayer for the NHL. But I think with Bergeron and Marshawn, you almost have to kind of compare it a little bit to the Tatum-Brown situation. But here's the difference. Bergeron, seven All-Stars in 17 years. Marshawn, eight All-Star games in 12 years. Tatum in two out of four. Brown, one out of five. 29 years combined service for the city of Boston. 12 playoff appearances, three Stanley Cup finals, one cup. And this is all post the 04 lockout. Now the Celtics have been in the playoffs each year since Brown and Tatum have been here, but no NBA finals, no championships. Here's the sauce. Bergeron, $3.3 million this year. Brad. million this year. Tatum, $28.1 million this year. Brown, $24.8 million this year. 
This is why this talk of Mershon and, and Bergeron being traded sound absolutely crazy because literally in that same building, people are trying to figure out how to split up two guys that may combine this year over $50 million. And here's what's crazier. NHL revenues in 2019, let's just erase 2020 pandemic for everybody, $4.4 billion. NBA in 2019, $8.3 billion. So just by that math, you're thinking at least Brad and and P and P and Patrice should be getting half of what the other two superstars that play over at the Causeway get. Thirteen times more does Tatum make than Marshawn. Brown makes seven times more than Bergeron. Before I go further, here's Jack Edwards in his response. Today, or earlier, here on WEEI, to what Milberry said. I cannot see trading Marshawn because you would have to get uh, a Jack Eichel type of player back um, because it takes away from your power play. It takes away from your penalty kill. He, he is probably the most dangerous penalty killer uh, in hockey today. Uh, he's going to be on Canada's Olympic team and the return you would have to get for him would be more than a first-round draft choice. You know, we start with a franchise player in return, so I don't see that happening. Um, Bergeron has a full no-movement clause, and I doubt very much he would accept uh, getting traded away from Boston Mm -hmm. during the season, and everybody knows his contract runs out on the 30th of June. So yeah. I, you know, I, I, I respect Mike. Uh, he was a daring GM, but I can't see the Bruins trading either one of those guys. It's very hard to think about dumping a couple of guys who've delivered you a championship, especially when they're still considered top linemen in the entire league, despite them being in their mid thirties. You, 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 People, I mean, Yager might be playing somewhere right now. But right now, the Bruins are ninth in the Eastern Conference, and that's got a lot of people bugging out. But their numbers are on par with the league average. They're they're an average team, and that's what's tough to take. The Bruins are one of the torchbearers of the NHL, and it's apparent that the failure by the Bruins is much more glaring when you have some other teams in the league that are doing badly, so bad that the Coyotes almost got locked out of their own building for failure to pay. Think about that. An NHL team literally had to get caught up on past due or face repercussions. That's how badly it's going. The last time I saw something like that, or witnessed that, was the the late 70s, early 80 NBA where teams were were thinking about folding. You know, that's why the Kings are not in Kansas City anymore. Sacramento's not much better, but that thing would have been in the Missouri River. That's how bad it was. But the Bruins don't worry about stuff like that. So for for the fan, it's like, well, (laughs) you're the Bs. You're an original six. What was, what's the problem? 
The NHL depends on the Bruins, the Blackhawks, the Rangers to carry top TV markets, the top 10 in America. Getting rid of Bergeron and Marchand would be a death blow to the U.S. side of hockey. Send him to Nashville or Vegas, so I might be kind of cool down there. But it's not going to do anything for the TV ratings. Nothing. It won't grow viewership. It won't grow new people to the sport. Let's go to the Friday after Thanksgiving, where I think a few weeks ago, before the game was played, I said, look, this is a very important game for the NHL contract. That's why they've got the Rangers and the Bruins playing that Friday game. I mentioned these used to be the spots where college football games used to be like Colorado versus Nebraska. I think that's the game when Fourier was when they, I forgot who they beat in that Hail Mary pass. That was a that was the Friday after Thanksgiving game. College football in the Midwest like that is no good anymore. So ABC's gonna give it a shot with the Rangers and the Bruins. New York and Boston. I said the magic number they would have to get to would be at least 1.3 million viewers. And the reason why I came up with that number is that it had to top one of the Stanley Cup games. Like one of the games. It came in at 1.27 million in America. But in Canada, different story. Day after Thanksgiving, the top watch game in Canada was Toronto San Jose. Justin here's with scarier. Remember, I told you 1.2 million people in America saw it? Yep. 550,000 in Canada decided to watch Toronto San Jose. Wouldn't you think it'd be the number would be higher in Canada? No, there's not higher amount of people in Canada. Well, with the people loving hockey there. I love it or hate it, we count bodies. I don't this care if true. you fall asleep on the couch and it's on. If you if you can show that, well, it's a little more technical than that. I have to be careful with my verbiage getting into that. If you know what I mean, Justin. But it, it's a little more intricate than just, you know, I fell asleep on the TV and I made sure I kept it on so I can get counted. It's a little more intricate than that. But in Canada, New York versus Boston only had 92,000 viewers. Seven times less than Toronto versus San Jose. If Canada doesn't care about New York versus Boston, and the league needs everybody to care about it, it's going to be a problem. It's why Milbury might tinkle out there, move Marshawn and Bergeron. As crazy as it sounds, if almost half the audience in Canada is willing to watch San Jose play a game against Toronto, but you can only get a million people in America to watch Market 1 and Market 10, you got problems. Now, the game did peak at 1.5 million viewers, and it delivered the largest audience for the NHL this season. The previous high in America was opening night on ESPN at 983,000 Penguins Lightning. Here's some other game averages just to show you just how dire the situation is for the NHL 
and its TV viewership. Flyers Oilers, 212,000 viewers on TNT. It was a 51% drop from the previous year of the Blues-Penguins game two years ago, 436,000. Season low so far on TNT, Maple Leafs-Kings, 126,000. There's 600,000 people in greater Boston, in, in the city of Boston. So maybe, just maybe, the talk about Mershon and Bergeron getting traded inside of Milbury's head is these two guys want to go back to Canada. It's going to be a burden trying to be the marquee team, trying to always finish towards the top of the East Division. Detroit's been wetting the bed for a while. They've gotten better. The Blackhawks, they've got the scarlet letter around their neck. Think about it. What Tuca's going through since the bubble. What Jake DeBrusque is going through right now. It may not be that, hey, these guys are dying to stay. Is Hey, can we get in that San Jose-Toronto game somehow? At least, I mean, heck, that's just on a regular night. That's half a million people. I don't have to worry about trying to impress a million people across America. All right. This is why every year I do a prayer for the NHL. Justin, let's go to church. You know, Justin, what's so good about this service here on Late Night on WEEI is I believe in the power of prayer. I also believe in the power play. Five on four all day. I want all my Bruins fans to join hands with all those Rangers fans on WFAN. I need my Blackhawk fans to join a little more on 670 The Skull. I want to hear something from my Red Wing folks in the D. What up, though? We in the thicket on the ticket. This prayer is of urgency. Yes. Now that the NHL is on TNT, hell, they even hired Wayne Gretzky to go hard like Charles Barkley. Let me explain it to thee. See, of the original six, it's only about three that America even wants to see. Because those Canadian broadcasts don't count for ratings on my American TV. They can talk about Philly, Pittsburgh, or even Tampa. But Flames vs. Coyotes on my TV is like ishing in a pamper. Oh, excuse me, did I just curse in church? See, Pasta, Marchand, and Patrice can actually put fans in some seats. Boston, we are so blessed. But we can't say that for the rest. When you're an original six, you have to win championships to keep hockey, hockey on American lips. Mm, speaking of lips, I need a drink here real quick, Justin. You play that organ so well. <clears throat> See, the devil's alive. And who drives LeSabres? Contract Columbus. Get Hartford back. Please do us a favor. Gone are the days of Espo, Bobby Hull, Messier, and Orr. You think Yamir Yager can play one more? The Bruins, Rangers, Blackhawks, or Red Wings have to win it this year. Or the next TV contract will be replaced with 
So you think you can cheer? So in the spirit of Ron, Francis, Mike Bossett, Brett Hall, and Tamu, this here NHL prayer is for the season of 21 22. Oh. 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 I don't know about you, Justin, but I felt the spirit of that one. That was life altering. That was you, that was amazing. That you know, now I have to call you down for altar call. Are you ready, ready to are you willing to take the NHL as your own personal savior? I am. <laughs> no, I'm never gonna go back. Look, players, especially Canadian ones, if they're feeling heats in their cities, because look, as good as the Rangers are, they're like a tree falling in the woods right now. Nobody, nobody cares about the Rangers in New York right now. And that's the biggest market in America, and in 016. They scream louder for the Islanders and for the Devils. That's not going to keep the league afloat. And if people are going to... Let me get out of preacher mode. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes when you feel the spirit, you just feel like you have to keep going. But if some of these players are starting to feel the heat, the press is intense here in this market, you don't think they go back to Canada? There's plenty of teams. That ch- I mean, you're 33 years old and 32 years old, respect. I think 31 respectively. You know what? You can go hang out in Ottawa. You're going to produce ratings. It's going to make a big splash. You're going to get TV numbers for the country. In fact, the NHL contract is bigger in Canada than it is in the U.S. side. It's like 60-40. So out of that total, US, out of that total contract, only 40% of it is dedicated to the U.S. And think of all those Canadian teams that are in towns that are, gosh, smaller than Waltham in terms of population. Good, great. Like, pro wrestling is the only other thing that they have going on in those arenas. And it's not WWE pro wrestling. It's like animal wrestling. Like, you know, the Calgary Stampede. That's why it's called the Stampede. That's like entertainment. And it's what's keeping a great sport afloat. So, say a prayer for the NHL tonight. Because this show does need it. We finish up late night next here on WEEI. We're right back to EEI Late Night with KJ on EEI. Yeah! Keep that going, Justin. Yeah! What you know about late night WEEI with KJ? Thank you so much for hanging out. Oh, it, it's been a fun night. It always is fun being here. I've gotten better not having to like cough because usually, you know, from at one point it was like you know twice twice a month maybe. So I just appreciate being able to be here Friday nights. It's like good times anytime you need a payment. So if you're just coming through or you're you're stumbling in, this is what you missed early on late night. Well, I'm not going to play a bunch of stuff. You know, people do those five-minute montages. Like that, that would hurt my brain. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Belichick and the mirror effect. I would mentioned that in a podcast that I started before I got to EEI that I could not play the audio to and had to get the transcription, that I never believed that it was Tom versus Bill. That was just the Hollywood, that it was actually Bill versus Belichick. Bill the coach. Belichick, the GM, and while looking in the mirror, I referenced Robert Greene's 48 Laws of Power, use the mirror effect, that Belichick started 
to introspect himself as a GM, knowing that there was nothing he had to question himself as a coach, and just turn it around quickly. Talked about some of the games that the uh, Pats Nation might want to check out this weekend. Keep an eye, for sure, like the rest of the country. If you really want, like, comedy, comedy show is going to be Bills at Tampa. Because Bills is the Bills are going to be so, so focused on proving that they can stop the run. <laughs> it's so funny to think about that Monday game. That Gronk probably carves them up for two touchdowns. Mike Evans probably gets one. Godwin probably runs all over the field. The Bills may lose by 21. <laughs> and get embarrassed the other way. Twice in one week. We played the squid games where there's a disclaimer that starts because you take a thousand bucks. But we had Justin, we had one squid game that was like one million four hundred dollars off a of five leg parlay in game. A second one for like one point eight million, right? And then the last one was for ten million dollars. And that last one um, involved uh, Cam Newton. In the rain, Cam Newton. Yeah, in the, in rain. the rain. That was the second one, Atlanta at, at Panthers. Yeah, the last one was Lions and uh, Broncos. Lions and Broncos, where I believe that the Lions will win again. See, this is this is why in talk radio, in sports talk radio, you have to have a great producer like Justin. This is no lie, Justin. When I email uh, our bosses, I always speak highly of you. I talk about how hard you work before we get into the building. You know, it may sound like two hours of chaos, but it's planned chaos. You know, and so I just appreciate the work that you put in. And um, should I tell everybody like all the bits and stuff I create? <laughs> oh, they're great. Oh, they're, they, they know. I do the production, all that stuff, you know. So, but Justin, take the class credit for it. So if Jeff ever taps you in the show, it's like, hey, man, how did you make that, that you know, that Squid Games bed? Just call me. I'll text the stuff to you. Like, you know how you like do the whisper in the ear thing? Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll whisper right. every, stand right in front of them, wear an earpiece. And when I say it, you say it. Like the old Tom and Jerry, like. Trying to you know get to the girl. Celtics and the Damian Lillard trade. We talked about that. Like, come on, free agents are not kicking down the doors or screaming in their agents' ears. Get me to Boston. And part of that is the narrative over the years for these younger players. Not even with Paul Pierce, and it should have been even stronger with Paul Pierce. And I get it. Kobe was around at the same time. But outside of a little bit of Garnett and Pierce, many of these young players are not hip to any of what the Celtics history is about. And that's why they're just not on the way here. Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand possibly being traded. We talked about how Mike Milbury mentioned that uh, earlier on WEEI and Jack Edwards called right behind to say that that's kind of absolutely crazy. And I just kind of pointed out that, you know, these American television ratings are really struggling and this might be one of these chances for these Canadians to get home. Stick me in Winnipeg. I don't care. At least I can travel across province lines, eh? Sad news in the NFL. Demarius Thomas dead at the age of 33. His birthday would have been on Christmas Day. Um, a, a very intriguing story of his of his youth. Uh, became big on the national scene, tied to Tim Tebow's uh, game-winning pass in the playoffs against, uh, against Pittsburgh. Second all-time receiving in yards. Overall numbers, all-time Broncos history. The Broncos are going to retire his number in the Ring of Honor. Died back in his home area of Atlanta in a town called Roswell, Georgia, just north of Atlanta. 33. You know, a lot of fans sometimes have a lot of things to say about players, but a lot of these players, you don't know what they physically go through beyond their number. 
It's one thing to be on the injured reserve, and it's another thing to die at 33. The NCAA, thank you, Jesus, have banned the fake quarterback slide. You might have seen this in the pit game against Wake Forest. I only saw the highlight. There's no reason for me to watch a pit <laughs> Wake Forest game. But get rid of the flake, fake slide. You can get away with it if you know that you're up for a Heisman. Congratulations to the family of the deceased Buck O'Neill, inducted into the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Buck was the manager and first baseman for the Kansas City Monarchs in the Negro Leagues, was Jackie Robinson's manager buck is credited for getting lou brock his first contract with the cubs mentor to ernie banks and coached him for a couple of years the first african-american scout in major league baseball the first african-american coach in baseball in 1962 with the cubs the biggest and greatest pitcher that i own in my life is buck o'neill with his arm around a statue of satchel page and my arm around buck o'neill Congratulations to the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum. If you love the sport, you need to make the trip to Kansas City to see it. Tell Bob Kendrick I said hello. I've seen them go from a traveling exhibition to having Getty Lee donating some of the most incredible artifacts to keep that place pumping and going. Congratulations to Buck O'Neill. I'm so happy. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you for checking out WEEI Late Night. Remember, Pats are off but the bill still can lay one off. <laughs> See ya. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.